This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are joined by our friend Jeremy, who normally goes to Walt Disney World with his beautiful wife, his beautiful girls, and their extended family. He's usually got a big group with him. But this time, Jeremy went solo. That's right. He went to Walt Disney World and on a Disney cruise on his own. We're asking Jeremy, what was it like to go from big entourage to table for one? What were the pros and cons and how different of an experience was it? And we really ask him, would you do it again? Stay tuned to find out if he would. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests and sometimes it's just us, but it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening and let's get started. Hi, guys. Hi, Fran. Hi, Fran. <laughs> oh my goodness, there's another voice in the room. Who's here? <laughs> it's me, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hello, ladies. We are so happy you came to, to chat with us this week. We were talking about this kind of episode, Jeremy, for so long, and it just, it like totally worked out. So thank you so much for coming and, and hanging out with us. Well, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's um, Carrie and I have talked about doing a podcast before about solo travel and all sorts of stuff. And then you happened to be on a vacation. Was it last week? It was last week you were away. Yeah. So last week uh, I went out to uh, Walt Disney World and uh, went on the Disney cruise uh, for my first uh, solo Disney vacation. So uh, usually I go with uh, my family of four but we also usually have uh, lots of people tagging along so we bring extended family uh on average we're about uh six to eight people in my uh, my traveling party so uh <laughs> it, it was quite the difference going from a large group to just solo all uh, alone you're all alone <laughs> <laughs> one is the loneliest number uh, or at least one was my number on this vacation <laughs> it's the best yeah and we talked about it just before you went on the trip and i was like oh my gosh you're gonna love it like it's just it's so different and yeah but for us it's kind of like we don't normally travel with kids so this is like a totally different vacation when you normally go with kids and now you're like solo yeah so you i i you reached out to me and uh to talk about it a bit and uh thanks you you kind of calm my nerves uh, I, I was getting a little bit nervous, uh, so we, we talked it out, and you, you kind of reminded me that, uh, yeah, I, I just have to worry about me, and I, I can do essentially whatever it is that I want to do at any given moment, and that kind of calmed me down, and uh, <laughs> because I am so used to having this large group of people traveling with, so uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was interesting once it actually started to, to happen, it was fun. It's funny to hear, like, it is true, though, like, you get nervous thinking about going alone. I mean, I guess everybody must feel that way about traveling alone anywhere. Yeah, so I, I have taken the, I have flown before alone, and that part I wasn't too nervous about. But then it's like, okay, well, you're in the parks alone, and you're so used to having the interaction with other people, and then you're going to be dining alone, and then you have that self-consciousness about being at a table by yourself. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was just, oh, no, 
I'm going to be in this situation. Am I still going to have as much fun as when I'm traveling with a large group? And that's, it wasn't necessarily the traveling alone because I've done that, but it's the um, being in such a, uh, such a populated area alone that was going to, that was kind of giving me uh, nerves. So thanks for talking me through it. And (laughs) uh, no problem. (laughs) And then it it went uh, a lot better than I expected. So it It, was fun. Isn't it funny that it's the dining that really like the thought of eating alone, I think is probably one of the most nerve wracking parts. Yeah. And I, I did get quite a few looks. Now my dining times, kind of made it so that I was really sticking out in the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but, uh, yeah, it it was, uh, for the most part, I was fine because uh, most of the rides that I did and most of the the lines that I was standing in, it was stuff that uh, little kids don't necessarily go in. So there was the plausible deniability that it was just the rest of my party didn't want to join me. (laughs) Uh, But for dining, it's like, okay, well, it's, most of the time I'd end up dining very late in very nice restaurants. So it was like his date stood him up kind of (laughs) that I was giving off. They look at you and you're like party of one. (laughs) Party of one at a table, not at the bar. Uh, No one will be joining me. Uh, Yeah. So the the looks I got at the dining uh, kind of came up to what I expected them to be. Uh, but in the parks, no one, no one cared. Yeah, that's for sure. Was there something that w- that surprised you about being there by yourself? Like that you were like, "This is I didn't expect this." Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, how little I actually need to bring into the parks uh, because my family <laughs> always brings uh, like a massive backpack that's jammed to the seams. That like I'm always afraid that the once security starts looking into it, that I'm not going to be able to get everything back in. Uh, but then, like, I was even bringing, like, uh, some gear for filming and stuff like that. So uh, had I not been bringing that stuff for the travel agent job, uh, I probably would have been able to go in with no backpack at all and just kind of cruise through security without any concerns. And uh, so, yeah, I'll definitely be uh, revising our park bag. Uh, we we don't necessarily need to be prepared for uh, the the apocalypse in the parks every day. That's a good one because you've done it now, and you're like, no, no need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the other thing would be like how how efficient I can be when I don't have to set up like rally points for the group to meet up and <laughs> all these bathroom breaks, diaper changes, <laughs> stroller parking. Uh, yeah, I, I can be super efficient apparently. Uh, if I don't have all these other people to manage and uh, to try to get like off to the next attraction kind of thing. Uh, so so it, was, it was pretty nice. The All right, I'm done this. Now let's go do that instead of like, all right, now let's like, reassemble the whole troop and then kind of, all right, anyone need to go to the bathroom? Anyone's dying of hunger? Uh, let, like I could just kind of at that moment decide what's next and just go for it. It was, it was uh, definitely a huge change to how I usually navigate the parks. 
I'll bet. And you know what? And you mentioned it, and I completely forgot. Like, we didn't even introduce you really properly at no, the beginning. I was thinking about that, too. <laughs> so, Jeremy, we know you from Pure Magic Vacations. You're yes. Jeremy at Pure Magic Vacations. So you were there, actually, to go and get footage and marketing and learn how everything so that you can advise your clients. Exactly. So I was there mostly as a uh, scouting mission to learn about the safety protocols, uh, to be able to best uh, describe the experience to my clients. Uh, just because what I saw and what I was reading online was uh, the, the famous question of, did you feel safe? And uh, what one person feels safe in a situation and another uh, is completely different. So I wanted to be able to personally tell my clients, well, I'll let you decide what's safe. How about I tell you exactly what I experienced and then you can decide how you feel based on my experience. Uh, so now this is just a sample size of one. Uh, I did go to, uh, to, I did do three parks or three days of parks. Uh, so it's still a very small sample size. It was also mid September. So the crowds were fairly low, especially right before the 50th anniversary. Uh, so I guess based on my small sample size, it can only be exacerbated by the fact that the crowds are just going to start pouring in uh, October 1st. So yes. uh, whatever I witnessed will likely be much worse uh, than <laughs> what I can describe in the coming weeks. For sure. And I think because the crowds are going to start pouring in uh, for the anniversary. And then I think that 50th, it's 18 months. I think this is, it's just the beginning. Yeah, so you've got the anniversary coming up, uh, October 1st, and then from there, this food and wine is still going on, plus the mm -hmm. anniversary, and then you're going to uh, go into the uh, Christmas holidays. Um, so yeah, it, it's the crowd's just going to keep going for the next three months at least, and then uh, for the next year, it's probably not going to go down too, too much, especially not to the levels where I just witnessed. And it's funny, you talk about being so efficient in the park. So even though like the crowds were low and there were all these safety protocols, but you could basically just go like one day, I think when I text with you one day, you said, didn't you have like some insane, like 30,000 steps or something when I text you at like six o'clock? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I I was walking quite a bit. Um, my first full park day, I had 28,000 steps uh, by the end of that day. Uh, did you, did you not take the bus to the park? Like how <laughs> you, you don't need to, you don't need to take the bus when you just run the whole way. Uh, uh, so I was actually staying at the Riviera resort on my first night. Uh, so I took the Skyliner over to Hollywood studios. I had managed to get a boarding pass or a boarding group for rise of the resistance uh, so I was there for rope drop. I hadn't experienced Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway yet. So uh, rope drop, I went straight there. I did it twice. And then I went over to Slinky. Uh, and then at that point, I decided that I should probably have breakfast. Uh, so like I, 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 I was going. And uh, yeah, that, that day was uh, a very busy day. Uh, now, the day before, that's the day that I actually arrived into Orlando. I actually flew in and uh, landed early afternoon went to the resort checked in and uh then follow uh, i went to the parks after that and that day i still managed twenty five thousand steps uh so i was actually on a plane for four hours of that day and still managed that so i i was i was going 
Uh, it's not usually the pace that I follow with the with my family or with a, a large group. Uh, they would just be still at the entrance while I'm zooming around the park. So, uh, with the family, I usually do about fifteen to eighteen thousand steps on a on a full like Magic Kingdom day. Uh, wow. So I, w- I was doing significantly more uh, on, on this trip without having to push the stroller and uh, manage the whole uh, the whole group. So yeah, it, it was uh, it was intense. Uh, after that second park day, I was very happy that I was going on the cruise uh, <laughs> because on the on the cruise I was I was averaging about ten thousand steps a day. So uh, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> And no, I don't do any running or anything like that. I, oh I didn't go on a running deck or, but again, I was there to make sure that to take as many pictures as possible to film a bunch of stuff. Uh, so there wasn't really any lounging. I also don't really do much lounging. Uh, Clearly so, not. <laughs> so I, I was pretty much go, go, go trying to capture everything just because I don't know when that next trip is. So I wanted to be able to have, content for me content for the agency for the next coming months uh so to kind of tide us over to when we can all start going back again so it, it was uh yeah it, it was man on a mission cool. <laughs> exactly. that's yeah. for sure yeah were there any things that you did that you you got to do because your family wouldn't do them uh so for the most part my family or at least members of my family will do everything with me uh so there were still a couple of things uh the sheer number of pictures and video that i got to take uh uninterrupted taking my time getting the like getting the different angles rather than just like running up to a uh, the marquee of an attraction taking the picture and running back to the family i was able to actually like try to focus and <laughs> get a, get them in the shot <laughs> get an actual nice picture and not just like there's you can see the the speed streaks from the picture that i'm just <laughs> kind of running up to and still trying to walk at the same time so uh yeah the the number of pictures and video that i took uh was astounding i i filled up more than a few memory cards uh throughout my little my little one week trip what about your food like i know that you love <laughs> food you're i think jeremy and foodie in the same <laughs> phrase so with you not a few things because i think your family's you have a little family of foodies too right like i don't think it's just you that's the foodie i think the whole gang likes the food i think yes yeah Um, we're 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 all very much foodies uh my oldest daughter is like huge into seafood uh so she'll be the one at uh, the captain's dinner on the cruise like eating multiple lobster tails (laughs) and blaming it on me yes we talk in the waiters and to, to give her extra yeah, was there yeah. was there like with not going to Walt Disney World with not, before the Disney cruise food with you not being at Walt Disney World for so long was there something special you did or places you were like your favorites or did you try things like new things like what was your strategy Jeremy at Pure Magic <laughs> Vacations slash foodie with not being there for so long and then finally being there. And don't then you don't have to mention cupcakes to give to try to you know butter up <laughs> Fran. You don't have to mention that you had a cupcake if you didn't have one. But what, uh, what was your what was your dining strategy? 
So I, I I must say that I it, my foodie side epic failed at Walt Disney World. Uh, it, it was well, you, well, you were ne- you were always walking, so you probably had to get things on the had go. to eat on the go. <laughs> I, I was mostly like calorie negative by a lot at Disney, which is not something that I can usually say. Uh, typically, I travel with the dining plan, so I have I've got the credits to spend, and like I I kind of plan out the meals and I focus everything. Uh, this time, I, I was very, I, I did not eat nearly enough uh, while I was in the parks. I was just trying to keep making sure that I would uh, maximize <laughs> my time in the parks. Make sure you uh, weren't going to faint. That was all that you, <laughs> so you didn't have any, like, you didn't go to any of your favorite rest. Like, what reservations did you make? For I, the, I didn't even make any. I didn't, didn't make any. Oh this, this was the very first trip. Did you lose I, 20 pounds when you got home? <laughs> Even though you didn't the, the have 20 pounds to lose? That. Okay, okay, that's true. <laughs> the, you didn't go on the, a cruise. Yeah, the cruise took care of that. Uh, I kind of rebalanced out once I, I was on board. But while I was in the parks, uh, I was just so focused on doing the next thing. Uh, that I, I, there was a couple of times where I was texting with my wife and I'm like, I'm feeling funny. And she's like, did you eat? I'm like, well, yeah, six hours ago. And she's like, well, you, you should probably have something to that eat. Might be it. But you <laughs> so, did dining at, you did dining at Riviera, right? You did a fancy meal there. I saw that on your yeah, Instagrams the, or your TikTokies or something. Yeah, Facebook it was on uh, one or all the social medias, but yeah, I did the, uh, the tapas at Toledo tapas, but again, there. Um, I did it <laughs> after the park one. closed. <laughs> it right? one, but Tapas it was after the park closed. <laughs> so I kind of went most of that afternoon and evening without eating. And then oh. once I got to the resort, I cleaned up, got out of the, the park gear, got uh, got refreshed. And then I went and ate at the at the restaurant at the top of the resort. You're probably so. famished too, so maybe you don't oh, enjoy yeah. it the same. Like you're kind of like, no matter what, it was delicious because you're like, I haven't eaten anything. Well, th- th- that food was actually very delicious. It looked fancy. Uh, That's why I was like, it, look at Jeremy oh, yeah. getting his foodie game on. <laughs> yeah, the, that octopus and it was delicious. The chorizo was delicious as well. Uh, that that food was spectacular. But uh, I think it. It tasted even better at the end of the the hard day that I had because I was able to finally just sit down, relax. I, I had showered, so I felt good too, and I was just kind of enjoying the food because, well, one, I hadn't ate in quite a while, and two, the food was just so good that I was really able to to taste it. I didn't have any uh, any anything to fight it like i wasn't yeah I wasn't still tasting something that i just ate kind of thing it, it was uh, I, I also wasn't trying to stuff anything in at, by the end of the night like on the cruise you're probably or... tired though like you had to eat slow because your arm probably was sore from like <laughs> from, from when you're like walking really fast and your arms are swinging you're probably like oh this fork is so heavy or maybe i'm just pretending i walk twenty eight thousand steps so yeah the my the foodie part of me failed miserably on uh, at walt disney world uh i tried a couple of different things that uh clients had asked me about uh, so who asked you nothing. about this stuff at epcot then because jeremy i gotta say like i saw your little video like, and i, I was like food. i know but i saw some stuff at epcot and then i was like oh no 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 he's not gonna eat that and then i thought you might eat one and then you tipped the whole cup back and i thought oh no 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 no. so can, can you explain that that piece of your foodie venture at epcot yeah so epcot uh i had previously 
visited uh, La Cava del Tequila a couple of times, never really able to get a good picture. So I've reached out to you a couple of times whenever I needed a picture for there. And thank you very much. Welcome. Uh, so I wanted to be able to have my own picture. Uh, so I was there. I took a couple of good pictures. And then the bartender uh, asked me what I wanted. And I said, you know what? I've, I'm not really wanting to get a tequila shot right now. Uh, just because I've been running all day in the park, so I'll probably just pass and no out. food. <laughs> so uh, I asked him about the grasshoppers on the menu that I've seen them have before. Uh, I believe there's uh, there's one shot in particular that you can order that comes with a side of grasshopper. Uh, like so to, asked, to be clear, like, this is not a drink, grasshopper. No, 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 no. The, this is like grasshopper. Like from your garden grasshopper. grasshopper. Yeah. Uh, when so you say a side of grasshopper, you mean a grasshopper or grasshoppers? Okay, like, keep, uh, keep telling bits, your story. <laughs> bits of grasshopper. Oh, uh, so, so not like, like a grasshopper essence. It, they're, 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 like, no, no. Grasshopper bits. <laughs> There's no essence. It's bits. No, the, the essence has all been baked away. Uh, <laughs> it was... Uh, I'm pretty sure baked in some kind of uh, salt, and there was quite a bit of spice in there too. Uh, so, and then the the grasshopper was chopped up, so you could see like pieces of the carapace and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, I unfortunately the video didn't really get a good shot of what was in the cup. But, Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's some people that are very happy about that. Oh uh, so yeah, I figured, hey, why not? Uh, let's. So I, I asked him about it, and he's like, "Well, uh, you can order the shot." And I said, "Well, I'm not really into the shot." And he's like, "Well, we're in Mexico. I'll just give you some. Here, here's a little shot glass of some." So I'm like, "You know what?" I had only ducked in there because it was raining outside. So I went back outside. It stopped raining. I'm like, this is the perfect spot. Uh, it was quiet. There was no one around. I was able to get a good video with the uh, the temple in the back. So I uh, I just took the shot. And uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. It was actually a very good alternative to peanuts. Like It, it, didn't, have, it, it didn't have the crunch. Um, but it, it tasted just salty and uh, a little spicy at the end. There was no gross taste. Uh, so I could definitely see that it would just be like, uh, the, the rim or the, the salt that you have after a shot of tequila, it, but it's got that mental block of a meeting grasshoppers. Oh my gosh. See, you no. did deliver on this foodie thing. <laughs> well, that's just it. My, when I went back to Epcot, uh, after the cruise, I realized that uh, I really enjoy eating. Uh, so I had a couple of really good things there. I also had uh, a food and wine sushi uh, from Japan. And I also had uh, pork rinds uh, from the food and wine festival. And both of them were really good. Um, the pork rinds was a much larger portion than I expected. And the sushi was just like the perfect portion. Uh, it had some spice, but also... Uh, you got a really good uh, flavor of the fish, and the rice is perfectly cooked. So, uh, yeah, I unfortunately I didn't get to try the crepes in uh, France. They had a DVC special uh, DVC event going on, so I didn't really get back there. But uh, which was one of the things on my list that I didn't get to do. Uh, but yeah, it, it was uh, the grasshoppers was uh, <laughs> it, it was just too good to be true. I knew social media would like it, so. Yeah, uh, I, I had to try it, and I knew 
if Disney's serving it, it's got to be good. Like, even if it's bugs. Even it if it's bugs. <laughs> <laughs> How was the cruise solo? Yeah, we should talk about the cruise. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> what was it like cruising solo? Uh, so I... For the cruise, I wasn't so much solo. Uh, there was a couple of other agents there that I knew uh, that I kind of met up with them, and I did most of the uh, the, the cruise with them. Uh, but for the cruise, uh, I was so relieved. Uh, we love the cruise. This was my sixth cruise with Disney, um, and I was very concerned that the safety protocols would have taken away uh, from the magic and. It, it was actually like it was just as good. Uh, they they've actually improved a lot of the safety protocols. Actually improved the experience. Uh, there's so many. Uh, they they've reduced the amount of lines that you have to wait in. Uh, the lines are social distanced. Max masks are absolutely mandatory and enforced while inside. Um, yeah, a lot of the chaos um, was actually subdued due to the safety protocols. So I was so happy about that. Um, yeah, I was so relieved. The magic is absolutely there on the cruise. And it was actually the safest part of the vacation in my eyes. Uh, the elevators, which are usually jam-packed, were limited to your party or two parties. And for the most part, whenever I was in the elevator, if it stopped at a floor that I didn't want, that I wasn't going off at, I just closed the door and the people outside of the elevator just knew to wait for the next one. Uh, so I was never really in close quarters with anyone that wasn't in my party. Um, the wait staff were amazing. The Everyone, yeah, it was great. Uh, the room hosts were always uh, courteous. He kept his mask on the whole time. Uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was an amazing experience, and I'm so happy that uh, the cruise experience despite having obviously some uh, restrictions, like the, the limited amount of characters I found, and uh, obviously not being able to give the hugs and all that stuff to the characters, um, that, that was definitely something that was uh, a significant difference. But otherwise, the cruise experience was really nice. Uh, absolutely loved it. Um, there's also a significantly reduced uh, capacity on the cruise, so you've got so yeah. much more room. <laughs> Uh, space yeah. is incredible the 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 rumors are that like it's one-to-one guest to staff so on board so like if you thought the service <laughs> was amazing before like you just got <laughs> more service uh it, it was great did you do anything different on the cruise that you because you didn't have your family with you like was there stuff that you experienced as a solo traveler that you wouldn't have done if your family had been with you uh, as far as solo on the cruise, not not so much. We even with two little girls, uh, we usually nap in the afternoon, which I didn't do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, other than that, it was uh, actually the travel party that I was with. They're used to the early dining, so the main dining, uh, and my family always does the late dining. Uh, so we usually do the eight fifteen meal mm-hmm. with the uh, the six uh, six six thirty uh, show. So that was the biggest change for me for the cruise was uh, pretty much eating at five fifteen, uh, and I think I adapted to it. But I, I definitely know that they <laughs> I complained about it as well. Did just you? Because well, with the the late dining, if you're hungry in the afternoon, there's so many food options. Yeah. So you can pretty much just go anywhere and grab 
whatever it is you want. But if you eat at 5.15, then you've got the show around 8. Uh, once you're done that show, the limit, the food options are fairly limited if you want like a bedtime snack kind of thing. Right. Uh, so by eating at 8.15, you're done eating at like 10, 10.30. You don't usually need a bedtime snack at that point. That was your bedtime snack. Right. Uh, Unless so, you do cake room service or something at the end of the night, right? <laughs> which is always an amazing <laughs> option. But yeah, the uh for the the food was the biggest change to my uh to my usual cruise routine was we did the early dining. Uh I can definitely see the benefits for families that don't uh that don't go all day, but my family we're we're up at 8 and we even the girls go until midnight. That's why we need the nap in the afternoon. And uh, yeah, we, we absolutely love it. And I won't be changing that for my family at all. Uh, the the fact that the kids club or before all the safety protocols, the kids club would come get the, the girls halfway through the meal. So then you have the family meal and then the kids club comes to get the girls. So then you have the, 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 the adult, adult meal. So essentially yeah. a date night. Uh, and then after that, you go to the at the eighteen plus entertainment, and then you pick up the kids at eleven thirty midnight, and go to bed and start over the next day. <laughs> like we we we've got this down the the cruise we've got it down to exactly what we're looking for. Uh, so that that part of the experience didn't really change. Uh, I did a lot more lounging in the adult area on Castaway Key. Right. Um, I had always I had visited there before, but never really actually stayed there and um, spent time there. Yeah. So I did a full morning. Uh, realized that I burn very easily in the <laughs> <laughs> the Bahamas. Uh, so I'm currently peeling off the burn from my first day at Castaway, uh, where we spent time lounging in the uh, the adult area. Beautiful. Got some great stuff there. Uh, some videos and stuff. So. Uh, yeah, the the overall cruise experience didn't really change because I was still with a group. Yeah, um, I didn't have any moments where I was just kind of like by yourself, for something solo to do. Right. Um, so it sounds yeah. like the the biggest part of your trip where you really appreciated the being solo was in the parks. Yeah, in the the parks, I was truly solo. Uh, I didn't meet up with anyone. Didn't like I w- I had my wife that was texting with me, but other than that. Uh, I was solo. Uh, there, there was no one with me, which also allowed me to kind of focus on everyone around me to really yeah. see and be able to report back to my clients what uh, the experience is like in the parks. Was there something that you missed? Like what? Uh, obviously, you missed your family, but <laughs> yep. was there something about the experience that you really missed? You were like, "Oh, I wish they were here for this," or, or, or and. Yeah, like, was there anything that you missed about them not being there? Uh, so I did miss, like, the, the the shared portion of the events and experiences. Like, being able to uh, enjoy something with someone else, to be able to talk about it, and all that stuff. So, uh, especially for uh, both of my girls during the pandemic really became huge Star Wars fans. We watched all the movies starting oh. <laughs> because they, they found, they saw baby Yoda Grogu in uh, the Mandalorian. So I got them into watching that. And then after that, we started watching all the series and then they also really started to watch uh, Harry Potter. Uh, so when I visited those portions of the two parks, uh, it, it, that, that really, it, it was that rough on hard. me. 
Yeah. Uh, being there, I, like, they've both seen uh, the two, uh, Galaxy's Edge, um, but they've, they haven't been to Universal yet. So uh, being there, being in the moment, so I had to take some video and I had to do a couple of video chats with them to kind of show them the, the Gringotts dragon shooting the fire in the Hogwarts castle. And then uh, also just the Millennium Falcon again after... Uh, now after- that they know what it is. <laughs> exactly. Not just like, ooh, it's a spaceship. Like now it, they know that Chewie and Han should be in there. And like, so yeah, they, they've experienced Rise of the Resistance before knowing what Star Wars really was. Uh, they kind of knew a vague idea of yeah. what Star Wars was, but now uh, they would really appreciate it a lot more. So that, knowing that they were missing out on that, uh, that was that was pretty rough. Um and then, yeah, the, the dining aspect was also that we've already touched on, but the, the dining aspect was a little bit harder without having uh, having them around just because they, they do like food so much. Uh, like I could hear in the back of my mind, like exactly what my daughter would be ordering uh, on the cruise from the adult menu, <laughs> despite being under 10. Like, uh, I will have the sea scallops. Um, excuse me? I will have the sea scallops. Yes, she will. She'll eat them all. Don't worry about it. Like she will have the sea scallops. Uh, so yeah, the, the dining aspect, uh, those unique experiences where, uh, the fun of it is also the experience, but also being able to share it with the people that you experienced it with. Uh, those are kind of the, the, the downsides, but I was also texting with my wife the whole time. So, uh, she was, um, she was there to kind of share in the excitement with me, despite not actually experiencing it. So uh yeah. and also all my pictures get backed up to uh to our shared google account so anytime that i take pictures and i was on wi-fi i should get notifications <laughs> so they were back home like every so couple they were of hours. watching yeah they were going along with you but their feet weren't sore exactly yeah they, they didn't have to walk the 30k <laughs> steps uh to experience all of these parks at the same time so uh, in between, uh, during their classes, they'd, at uh, break time, they'd all sit down around the TV and go through all the pictures I had taken, all the videos I'd taken and all that. So, uh, the other rough part was we've been together for six, uh, for 18 months, like yes, all the time. Uh, so being away for this long and then on the cruise, it was difficult to be able to contact them. So, yeah. uh, that was pretty difficult for me difficult for them too mm-hmm. uh and just the cherry on top is uh during that during the on my first day on the cruise was my eighth wedding anniversary with my wife oh my uh, gosh <laughs> so this is actually the second time that i leave her for a disney oh no <laughs> for a disney uh training on your uh, anniversary on my anniversary oh. did yeah. you get- you go party one and then be like i'm celebrating my anniversary <laughs> you should have got them to write the happy anniversary on the plate well, i did I got, them to, I got them to say happy anniversary jer and kim love dcl That's on a best. plate and i sent it to her saying like happy anniversary this is all i've got for you oh my God. <laughs> wish, wish you're here but you're not <laughs> But we, so, you know, have you guys ever been on a trip together, just you and your wife, not without the, without the girls? Yeah. So before we had children, our very first trip together was to Walt Disney World for a week. Uh, And also our very first cruise together, 
our very first Disney cruise together was without the kids. Uh, we had the kids, but we left them at home. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> we wanted to make sure it was appropriate for children. Oh, yes, uh, you had is... to test drive it. <laughs> yeah, now, we had, is, we... are you were you the Disney? Were you both Disney fans, or were you were you the Disney fan first, or uh, not to get too deep into your? <laughs> I've never known this. You know I what? Just, I don't know this either. I, yeah, like, were you, are you the Disney fan? And then you were like, hey, come to the dark side? Or did you both like Disney? Like, because that's so, what I kind of like when I asked you that question about going alone to Disney. Like, I guess in my mind, I kind of assumed that like it was just from kids on, right? Because some people, you know, like maybe you don't go until you have children. And then you're like, hey, this place is fantastic. And so my wife has uh, had been to Walt Disney World before once when she was around 14 or no 10 uh but I had never been uh so we we both were raised in families that played the the Disney uh, the Disney movies and stuff like that the wonderful world of Disney on Sunday evenings and things like that but we weren't crazy into Disney uh until after our first trip in 2010 uh, then things kind of escalated very quickly. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. I love that. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, in 2010, we just went. It was our first trip together. Uh, and it was just kind of, we were both uh, adults with careers and we had some money and we we looked into it and we talked about where we, we want to go. And it's like, well, I've never been to Disney World before. And she said, well, I have, but it's been a while. So uh, we looked into pricing and we're like, ah, this is reasonable and this is reasonable enough, not knowing anything really to compare it to. And, uh, so we did it and we loved it. Uh, we had a great time. And then so much so that two years later, uh, we actually went back and this time we went back with, uh, six other, six of our family members that wanted to tag along because they, we're so tired of hearing about our <laughs> enough vacation. about the Disney trip. Enough. Okay, we'll go. We'll go. <laughs> exactly. But this time we had a four month old with us. Uh, so my oldest, her first park experience was when she was four months old. Uh, and then after that, we went uh, two years later when uh, my youngest was 10 months old. Uh, so they've both been to the park. Aww essentially yearly or average of like more than once a year since yep. they were born that's they're awesome. growing up disney they're growing up yeah. and and what a romantic story that you two drank the kool-aid the disney kool-aid together i love it yeah. i love it i love it <laughs> yeah it was abs- absolutely together that we uh we fell in love with disney and each other at the same time i <laughs> I can pinpoint the moment it was just outside the France Pavilion while we were overlooking uh, the water, waiting for the fireworks. And I think I love yeah. her, and I think I love Disney. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love this. Let's keep doing this. That's this could awesome. be a total Disney commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Go. <laughs> That's so fantastic, and you do travel with a big entourage. I have run into you once. At uh, Walt Disney World, I was on a solo trip and I was in line for the Magical Express at the airport and I looked over to another line and I'm like, hang on a second. And I messaged Jeremy on on Facebook and I'm like, Jeremy, are you going to Walt Disney World? And he's like, that's funny you asked me that. I'm in line at Magical Express. I'm like, (laughs) turn to the right. (laughs) 
I'm here. <laughs> and you had a huge party with you. Yeah. So my the largest party I've ever been with was uh, 13 of us. And two of the kids, uh, all three kids were actually under six. Uh, wow. So the so, whole family, like everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, and we don't we don't do short trips. Uh, so a seven day trip, like I just did, or a seven night trip, like I just did, is among the shortest trips I've ever done to Walt Disney World. We usually do like ten to fourteen. Uh, if we're flying down, we're we're going to maximize go our time home. down there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we we go we go long and we go with a lot of people. So this really was a completely different trip for you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, especially without the fast passes. Like, this was the first time that I literally had zero plans. Uh, Doesn't it like, feel great? <laughs> it, it was quite wonderful. Uh, I, I had, my only plan was I had a couple of items that I really wanted to, to do. Uh, some things I wanted to take pictures of, uh, stuff like that. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't really a plan. It was just, like a to-do list more than anything else. So like ride Rise of the Resistance. Like, yeah, no kidding. Everyone wants to do that. Uh, ride on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, okay. Again, I'm, obvious. I'm so. completely amazed that you can say that. Like you, that just rolls off your tongue. Carrie and I like <laughs> really struggled to say Mickey, Mickey and Minnie's, Minnie's Runaway <laughs> rail, Railway. I can't yeah. say it as fast as you do. <laughs> It's the French in me. The the R's are scary at all. We're not intimidating all those those R's. R's. Yeah, the the R's are second nature to us. We just go head into them, and yeah, no no concerns at all for the R's. So, uh, yeah, I I actually was quite surprised. It could be because I only had like a week's notice uh, about the trip, so I didn't really have time to plan uh, anything at all. Uh, but it was uh, it was refreshing to get in there and seeing like okay let's wing this, uh, Fran. You had previously like when you went, you didn't really have I had any no plans. plans. Uh, you didn't even have park reservations. I for didn't some have of your park days. reservations some days. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I I did have park reservations, except I booked them like twenty four hours in advance because that's when I got my park tickets. Right. Uh, so I I really didn't have any park plans either. Um, and I should have because I probably would have ate more. Uh, had yes. I had an actual reservation, I would have showed up and that's and a good actually point. gone to it. Uh, this I kept meaning to eat. Uh, I kept seeing things that I wanted to eat, but then I kept thinking, okay, well, I also want to do this, so then I'll do this and then I'll eat, and then it's yeah. like, okay, well, I'll do this and then I'll eat, and then well, the park closed and I was back at the resort, and I'm like, I should probably eat now, there's no other excuses. <laughs> do you have like was there the best moment in the park like from your trip is there like one moment that you think this was just the best moment ever uh the grasshoppers uh the the the, the, the grasshoppers uh the reaction i've been getting from it uh the the fact that it actually tasted pretty good uh yeah, the the grasshoppers was a really good moment. Uh, I also did Club Cool uh, since it just open, reopened. I got to do Club Cool, got a good, good video out of that with all the reviews of the drinks. Um, found a new drink that I absolutely, I really love. Um, what else? I got to do Splash Mountain again, just in case they... They uh, start the refurb? 
Yeah, they start the refurb. I got to do the Magical Express one last time. Mm. Uh, when they announced that, I thought that it was going to be over, that I had already been on my last Magical Express. So I got to do that. Um, that's important to like. That's it's that's important to fans. Like they people love that Magical Express, and it'll be sad to see yeah. go or yeah. be on a no-name Magical Express with mirrors. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the unMagical Express that you have to go get your own luggage this time. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, then I got to do Rise of the Resistance again. Um, two nights on cast, uh, two days on Castaway Key uh, that I had only ever been. No, I had done two days before, so I pretty much doubled the total amount of times that I've been on the <laughs> island. Uh, so that's like, yeah, I had a a lot of best moments. Um, yeah, the foodie and me though definitely screwed up the Walt Disney World Park. <laughs> You did okay. It's been a long time since you had been there. You were on a mission. You had lots to see and do. Yep. Yeah. We'll exactly. forgive you this time. We'll forgive you. <laughs> my my whole to do list, except for the France portion, w- was completed. So uh, that like uh, it was a mission accomplished for me. Uh, everything that I set out to do was uh, I-, I got to do. So I-, I was pretty happy, despite only having like essentially two full days in the park. Uh, I- it was still a very productive time. See, this is, and this is so good for people listening. It, it gives them a, a glimpse into what it's like to travel solo, uh, especially for people who normally travel with their family, normally travel with their kids. Because, like, I travel solo sometimes, but I don't normally go with kids. So this is a good, a good insight into it. So I, I, the last question, Jeremy. If your family were not listening to this podcast, <laughs> let's pretend they're not listening. Would you do a solo trip again? Uh, so, if they were unable to come, <laughs> like on this past visit, like if I couldn't store them in my luggage, like my daughter right? tried to do oh, it Oh, I saw that was adorable. Yeah, I, I would absolutely do it again. It was lots of fun. And I'm sure uh, with the job that I have that uh, I'll have the opportunity mm-hmm. to do it again. And uh, I won't be nervous this next time. It, it was lots of fun. Uh, there's still some things that I, I will absolutely only do with a huge crowd, with a huge group. Uh, but yeah, I, I won't shy away from it. It was lots of fun and, uh, I would absolutely recommend it to anyone that, uh, is looking at these crowds right now and like, yeah, I can, I could go for a Disney trip. And yeah, if you can't find anyone, if you don't want to bring your unvaccinated children, it's a great time. It's a great time for adults only trips right now. Yeah. Um, I'd strongly recommend the cruise more uh, just because I felt safer on it. But uh, definitely a Disney World adult only vacation is uh, is always an option. Uh, yes. Leave the kids at home and just go have fun. <laughs> and now you can just say, oh, no, kids, you can't come. No, there's too many. <laughs> no vaccination or you got, you know, we can't. You yeah. Know. Too many Sorry. things to worry about. <laughs> well, it's so, funny because you're when staying I was with ta- grandma and grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> when I was talking to Jeremy on the phone, and I'm and I'm like, oh, so wasn't it just so awesome being alone? And he's like, well, my wife just walked into the room, so no. <laughs> <laughs> it was tragic. It was tragic. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but yeah, no, it sounds like it was a great time, Jeremy, and I'm so glad that it worked out so well for you, and you got to do everything, like, you really made use of your time in the parks. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I actually, it was the, it's only my second time using the park hopper. Uh, usually, my family, despite going so often, we never really get the park hopper. Uh, so, I 
really used the park hopper to the maximum. <laughs> that second, did. that second day at Disney, uh, I visited. Uh, I went to Hollywood Studios, then over to Epcot, back over to Magic Kingdom, then back to Epcot, and over to Hollywood Studios to finish oh my the day. So goodness. I like went all the way through. Jeremy did more in that day than I did <laughs> in one of the weeks I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know how you did it. I, I honestly don't. 50, they they put up all those fifty statues, so I had to go take pictures of that. I had to go get a mug for my mom at uh, the uh, the glass shop in Magic Kingdom. Oh right. So when I had visited there on the day, on the previous day, they had said, "Well, they're getting a shipment." While I was on the cruise, so after the cruise, I went back to see if they had the the exact mug my mom was looking for. Uh, they didn't, so I got the smaller version, but it's still, I, I went over, got more pictures of Cinderella Castle, which y- you can never have too many. No. Uh, more memory maker picture or photo pass fi- pictures. Uh, yeah, so I... Yeah, you made I, the I, most I, of it. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> wanted to maximize, and that's why I wasn't eating. I was too busy going through <laughs> all the parks all the time. Wow. That, I'm telling you, you did more in, in that day than I did in one of the weeks. And then you you realize when you're there by yourself, everybody is sending you their shopping. Like, yes. I don't know about you, but I came home with more shopping for everyone else than I did for myself. Well, I, I had told my uh, my freaking shoppers that uh, I had a carry-on and a backpack. So I, I was not able to bring you anything. I had family gifts that I had to bring back because, well, I was there without my family. So I had to <laughs> definitely bring something back. And then my mom's mug. Other than that, I wasn't really able to commit to anything else. So uh, I got some Remy ears. Uh, I also got, uh, what else did I get? I got a beautiful um, water bottle for my wife and something for my youngest, which I can't seem to remember. That's, I'm so glad, Jeremy. I am so, fan- I, like, it's it's such a great thing that you managed to get to go and and, and had such a good time. Yeah, it, it was a, a massive change from the crowd that I usually go with. Uh, and it definitely had its pros and cons. Uh, but would I, would I go on a solo vacation again? Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. If, well, see, uh, and it's research because now you can advise your clients. If, if a client comes to you and says, I want to just get away by myself, now you can be well, like, you can yeah. say you've done it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, been there, done that. Here's the great things about it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just well, remember was, to eat. <laughs> yeah. Plan out your food times. Like, take the time to eat because uh, doing that many steps on on an empty stomach uh, definitely gave me uh, the, the, jo- the jogger's high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't, we're not familiar with that. I, 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 Carrie and I are looking at each other like, what on earth is that? Because I can tell you, we've never experienced it. <laughs> Neither never. have I, so it might not be the same, but that's what I, the, 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 my mentality where it was at, I can only associate it with that. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for sharing your experience with us. It's been uh, it's good to get a different perspective on these on these things. Absolutely, thanks for having me. It's been such a, a wonderful time. And you, so Jeremy, you know, you listen to the podcast. You know, at the yeah. end of every episode is where we share our pixie dust, which is yeah. just something that brought us some fun, joy, made you happy this week. Um, reminds us to focus on the happy stuff. So. Being our guest, you have to go first, Jeremy. What was your pixie dust this week? 
so my pixie dust was uh, reuniting with my my family after being away for the week. So, uh, yeah, uh, that uh, the hug uh, that I got from the two girls was pretty special. Uh, being away from them for the week without uh, being away from them for the last eighteen months, uh, reuniting was really special for me. Uh, the girls loved it, and they've been very cuddly ever since I've been back. Mm. So, uh, yeah, a whole lot of cuddles, uh, lots of randoms, I, random I love yous, uh, and random hugs. Uh, yeah, they, they've been featured Aww. in more uh, more video conferences than I'd care to <laughs> care to admit in the last couple of days because they just randomly come down and give me a great big hug, uh, no matter the time of the day. So it's... Uh, that's so nice. Yeah. Family. Now, now, you, now you've just dropped me in it, though, because... Like, <laughs> How are your tomatoes? Well, yeah, are you going to say zucchinis or something this week? Because a I bag of carrots? You, I was telling you both before we started that my nephew gave me such grief because he listened to the podcast and he comes out... To, I was talking to him and he's like, tomatoes? Seriously? Like, you were gone for a month, and your pixie dust wasn't that you got to see me. It was tomatoes. <laughs> so, yeah, I got I got some, some grief about that. So now you really just made me look bad. So <laughs> now I'm well, going to get a I call from him it. going, see, he was only gone a week. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll, I'll, I'll change it. It was the, the magic is still alive on Disney Cruise. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there we go. We can just edit that last part. Out. Well, the Disney Cruise is still super magical. That's my, my pixie That's dust. That's your pixie part. dust. Yeah, oh, my go. gosh. Carrie, do you have pixie dust? No, it's not like I don't have anything warm and fuzzy and awesome like that. That's for sure. Well, it's got to be better than tomatoes. It's definitely better than tomatoes, <laughs> but it's one of those things that that brings me pixie dust. But it oh, what is it? Stickers? Dust. Stickers? No, my stickers are delayed. My monthly sticker pack is delayed. Okay, they've emailed me a couple times, um, but I got my 2022 Hobonichi uh, planner. It's, Your what? It's it's a. It, I order. They're from. It's a. It, they're from Japan. So it's oh really cool because it's got like all these Japanese things and I don't know what anything. I have to do like Google Translate. I've had one before, but I've never had this version before. So, anyways, you have to order them from like special shops. So this is from Wonder Pens in in Toronto, and and everybody has to pre-order their. Uh, pre-order their uh, agenda so mine came in and honestly i love it like i just so, i so this I is like it. a book that you write your your appointments in yeah appointments <laughs> who, has a, who has appointments nowadays it's an, I, it's like your calendar and then i do keep my to-do list for work on it um okay. but anyways it's just it's just a beautiful thing and uh and i and i bought a little protector case for it and i've i've sat and stared at it a few times and i haven't put any stickers in it yet because i have to i have to you know figure out strategically like how i'm going to sticker it and how i'm going to use it exactly but i keep opening so it you up haven't and, written anything in it no yet. it's for 2022 it doesn't start oh, till okay. november so i so i open it and i look at it and and i smile and then i put it back and then i look <laughs> i've done that a few times at work when i need you just to get i need a break i open up my hobonichi and i'm like oh this is just so wonderful i'm so glad i got one a couple years ago so i i said forget it i'm splurging because they're not cheap if you knew how much this little guy cost you'd fall off your chair (laughs) you'd fall off your chair you put more planning into that planner than uh, i put into my entire vacation that's right that's right for sure so that's my pixie dust for the week well it makes you happy it does make me happy it it truly does I, i love it 
It brought me, it's, it was a, the day that that came in the mail, it was like the sticker day. I was just, I had complete joy. <laughs> like your day could be like, you feel that you've like down a black hole and then you get your sticker pack or you get your Hobonichi in the mail and it just turns your day around. And then all is right with the world. And all is right with the world until tomorrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's your pixie dust? And you dust? just have to stare at it. And I just and I do, I do. Yeah, she just looks at it. She doesn't it write in it. She's it's just. It's not till November, it. but you look know, at it and it you just... admire. You're like, this is just so awesome. <laughs> like it's just totally awesome. It's awesome. Awesome. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. What about you, <sighs> pixie dust My... fan? My pixie dust this week uh, was, well, by the time this airs, it'll be uh, the second episode of season 41 of Survivor. I know you're you're rolling your eyes, 41. Carrie, but I have watched every episode of every season. And actually, I was chatting with someone today and said, I don't even want to calculate how many hours of my life I have given to Jeff Probst um, and Survivor, but I love that show. Yeah, it's, I've watched every season as well, so you're you're not alone on the call. Uh, I'm definitely in there with you. It's amazing. It is such a social experiment. It's it's fascinating to watch how these strangers come together, form alliances, backstab, work together. Like it's just oh, it's so it's so fascinating. I love it. I love it. I love it. Not so, sure I could do that solo trip. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Survivor sounds like my first two uh, foodie experiences. My first two days of the perk foodie experience. Pretty much. Just like no food except like a big platter at the end of the night. Oh my God. To get to the finish line. Exactly. Now, Jeremy, where can people find you online? So how do people find you? Uh, So primarily Facebook, Instagram, uh, started up on TikTok. uh, Always Jeremy at Pure Magic Vacations. I also have a website and it's... Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-I-E, because I am French as well. So anyone that needs services in French, more than happy to help. Oh, yes, that's That's right. That's right. Jeremy does speak French. And I have spelled your name wrong. So I'm glad you (laughs) clarified that because I have done it when I've been messaging you. And then I'm like, oh, I know that I spelled that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it happens constantly. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Well, thank you again for joining us and uh, sharing your experiences with us. Thanks for having me. It's been lots of fun. Look forward to doing it again. Yeah. Carrie, you usually say bye. (laughs) (laughs) There was no bye. I thought I would just, you know, let Jeremy say the last thing. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week. And find us on social media, too. We'd love to hear from you. Till next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.